guys welcome to the third line flux sensecast i am your host taylor gibson and this is tim jancy and for this week's episode we've decided that we're going to take a break from the usual top five episodes that we've been doing throughout the summer and we're just gonna we're just gonna shoot the shit dumb stories and stuff like it's probably a thousand stories that we've kind of intimated towards but never actually told oh for sure and i mean there's some stories that we've told on the show that we'll probably rehash some stories we've never told on the show so I think I'm really excited about some of these stories. I know a lot of them are from when we were in Catholic school. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited to talk about some of those stories. Or just kind of dumb stuff since. And uh, I've been told my stories get embellished. So uh, we've got Chelsea to fact check. Is it all right, Chelsea? I mean, I don't want to be rude. It's just sometimes you like to emphasize things. <laughs> I'm allowed to talk, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This is why we've got you on the show tonight. Oh no. Alrighty. Alright, so I guess the I guess we should start off with now at the time of this recording, we just came back from the Calgary Stampede. Let's talk a little bit about that. I mean that was a pretty good day. Yeah, so started out with brunch. That was good. Yeah, and uh little did I know it was gonna be a boozy brunch. Yeah, I decided I would order a screwdriver for breakfast. And uh, I looked at him like fuck it, whatever, might as well. And, uh... <laughs> the waiter's like, sure, what the fuck. And, uh, so... The orange juice gets to the table, and... Like, the waitress just straight up says orange juice. Yeah. And both of us like, that's not right. We better taste this has any booze in it. We sure didn't enough. taste any booze. We didn't toast any booze, and, uh... So we called the guy over, and it's like, it's just orange juice. <laughs> yeah, and then he went to the lady behind the bars, and like, hey, was there vodka in that? He goes, yep. And uh, we're like, oh, okay. And then he's like, do you boys want doubles? I'm like, we, you and I looked at each other and we're like, should we go for it? At or? the same time, it's also, I kind of want to enjoy the stampede too, hey? Yeah. We decided to not go for the double shot. Yeah, so after that, just bummed around the stampede a bit before the rodeo started. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. I didn't realize how brutal the bulls, like uh, the bull riding was going to be. Yeah, I didn't realize either. And maybe that one guy almost got stomped on yeah like uh i don't i don't think he made it i don't think he made it to time so not only did his ride not count uh he looked like he was getting pretty close to getting his head stomped in like so after you fall off the bull what's generally happens is you have a few rodeo counts to divert attention from the bull Mm -hmm. so the guy on the ground can get picked up moved off whatever you need right right this happened but the way the guy fell he fell between the legs of the bull yeah i'm really surprised he didn't get stomped in all yeah. honesty, rewatching that, I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, and it's funny because the whole time the announcers were like, like, before the ride started, they were talking about, it was like, this bull is a whole ton of cow. And, and you and I were looking at each other like, oh, if oh, he gets stomped geez. on, he's fucked. Yeah. Well, and they're like, well, he doesn't have horns, so it's no problem, right? Yeah. I'm like, no, that guy will kill you. That bull will kill you. Yeah. Let's talk about those fucking announcers for a minute. Oh my god, those guys were awesome. They were just throwing shade at everyone. It's like... Left and right. 
like, uh, so one of the sports they do in the rodeo is uh, calf tying. So basically, they let a baby cow run out in front of a guy on a horse, and the guy, he has his lasso attached to the horse on one end, and his, and then he lassos the baby cow to restrain it, then ties him up with a different string, and fastest tie wins. Yeah. So, the last few guys get either disqualified or have just brutal ties. And the announcer's like, well, uh, if these guys are around with the youngins, uh, maybe mum should be the one tying the shoes. Yeah. These guys are terrible. I'm like, holy wow. shit. Well, remember that uh, one announcer, he panned to the crowd, and he goes, how many of you were wearing a cowboy hat for the first time? Put your hand on your head. And they put their hand on their head, and he goes, okay, now get, take your hat off your head. If your tag's in the front, you're an idiot. Yeah. Turn it around and put it back on. And then, like, one woman's just, she just decided not to put her cap back on. And, like, the guy's like, well, woman, you better put your hat back on. I'm like, Jesus. Yeah, that was bad. I was, was just like, wow. Well, now when she, she went back on, he's like, see, now you look much better. Yeah, it's like, I bet she felt silly. Yeah, well, it's just like getting called out by the outs are fucking sucks. Yeah, and then they're like talking to, like, another tie, like, some guy, he gets a really good tie on the hot. He gets a really good tie on the cap. Like, I think he, like, he goes from, like, getting released from the pen to tying the calf in, like, under four seconds. Yeah. And, uh, the announcer's like, I bet he's popular with the ladies. I'm like, Jesus! It's a little bit sexist. Just a little bit. Part of me was thinking, maybe we should ask the women? Maybe. maybe. Or... Well, I mean, we're, we're not basically glorified nightmare for vegetarians, nightmare for cows, nightmare for horses, animal abuse, traditional human farming techniques. Uh, I don't expect them to be the most progressive. I don't know, it's Not just like, stereotype. Da- it's just like, damn, this is the shit they're going with. Yup. These are the guys we hired. So, yeah, so after that, uh, we get a bit of dinner, then we go into, uh, I guess, their pub game, like, pub and pub game area, so, they have a beer sampler. Oh, yeah. And they actually give you a pretty, they give you a pretty decent-sized tasting cup. Well, generally, beer's in a shot, right? Yeah, I was gonna generally the tastings I've ever been to they give you a small glass. Yeah. Not like a tiny little soy sauce container you get from like a sushi was, restaurant. It was still like a beer shop though. Yeah. So it's like it's not a bad cup. For free. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, so you get like four of those. And they're like psych apparently they they had like four beers on taste and they're cycling through the breweries every four sorry, every four hours or so. Right. So then we were done with that, and we are like, let's get some, like, a full-on beer and some potato, like, some chippies, as they were called on the menu. Which I didn't realize they were potato chips. I thought they were french fries. Well, yeah. I they were chips, and I saw other people getting them, and I was like, damn, those look good, too. Can we please get chips? So we couldn't find, we couldn't really find a spot until we got to this one table with, like, three spots left. So we asked the guy to sit at the table, like, hey, is anyone sitting there? And they're like, no. Can we sit there? Sure. So then they walk off, and they ask us to save their seats, and we're like, sure. Yeah. But, like... This is, like, six guys. And the waitress comes by. It's like, yeah, give him five minutes. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, this is after rejecting how many people coming up. She's like, is the seat taken? Is the seat taken? Is the seat taken? Yeah, and, it's, and then these two women cut roll up. It's like, eh, we'll just be here for five minutes. Who the fuck cares? Like, yeah. Okay. I wasn't going to say anything. I think that one chick was into you. Was she? I think so. I am threatened. I don't know. I I didn't care. Uh, the, <laughs> the one with the Caesar or the one with the plumbing? Um... The one that would have been on to my right. On your right was that Caesar lady? The lady I was talking to? The Caesar lady. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know. I would have. I kind of got that vibe. Just not I only identified them 
drinks? Yeah, so like women with drinks. <laughs> yeah, because it was like they're both blonde. They're both about the same height. Both similar skin tones. Like, it. How do I? So yeah, yeah. So you gotta differentiate them somehow in the story. True. But it was funny because like more people kept rolling up, but then Ch- Chelsea's like, "What if those guys come back?" Ch- Chelsea started overthinking it. It was just like, as I do. Like, what, what if they come back? What if I get yelled at? And I'm, we're looking at her like, Chelsea, they're not going to yell at you. Because this is not the place to start shit. I know, I know. I'm just racist and sexist and afraid of, like, tall, older than me white men. Yeah, but Tay's a big guy. Tim has a black belt in karate. We got this. Yeah. yeah. There's, like, they're, they're, they're stupid drunk dudes. There's, like, six And there's security them. and the Calgary PD. They weren't starting shit. And may I also point out that Tim's also older than you, Chills. And yet you're not scared of him. And taller. Older than me enough that, like, maybe one of them could be my uncle. I don't know. That's just creepy. Yeah, that is kind of creepy, actually, now that I think about it. Well, I mean... Maybe that they would yell at me? Well, I mean, not creepy. Well, I guess it's just a fucking bar. What do you expect for folks? Yeah, exactly. Yo, those chips are fucking good, though. Those Holy are decent shit. chips. Like, what were they? Supposed to be, like, barbecue chips? I don't know. I don't know, but They just looked like... Fried. They are just, like, fucking potatoes sliced and salted. Yeah, it was, like... And deep fried. And deep fried. I'm like, I could fuck I this. didn't realize they were for us. I just saw the bag sitting there on the table. I'm like, did the waitress just leave it here? Yeah. It was funny because, like, we were chatting with the waitress, and she made some comp... Yeah, she looked at my ID, and she's like, oh, you're younger than me. You guys would be fine. I'm like, what? I'm like, you don't look like you're over 20. Well, that's uh, probably not true. I didn't feel good looking. I didn't tell that she's older than me. I didn't want to guess her age. Yeah, but like... I, I said over 21. <laughs> I was like, you look like you're like 25 max. But I'm like 25 max. <laughs> but we've also said that, like, I'm just really bad at gauging people's ages. Yeah. Like, when I used to work at a military kitchen, there was bu- like a bunch of... Because uh, about an even split male-female... And they first noticed that I was terrible at gauging ages. So every time someone was, like, fishing for a compliment, like, hey, Tim, how old do you think I am? And then I was like, uh, 25? <laughs> and then it was like, it got to the point where one of the other chefs was like, you better not be asking Tim your age again. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, and then it was just like, they had the whole time, I was just sitting there like, huh, this is fun. Yeah. I do gotta give props to that guy we saw at the rodeo with the cowboy hat made of the Alexander Keith's box. Yeah, and you're just like, holy shit, how do I get that? And then I think, was it Dave or Neil? It was, it was like, Neil. Neil messaged me a video, like a DIY <laughs> video of how to do it, and I messaged him back, going, Are you, Neil, are you sure that doing arts and crafts and drinking a box of Keith's is a really good idea? Yeah. Yes, I just realized I tweeted this now. <laughs> That's impressive. That was very well made. Yeah, I was really impressed. Literally. Yeah. Well, the fact that the dude just had that... <laughs> and he just walks on in, it's like... You're making a statement. I was totally jealous, not gonna lie. And that's, that's a statement I like. Yeah, absolutely. I would have wanted that. Oh, go back to the rodeo for a second. What do you think of that opening show? With, like, the dude in the red pants doing the lasso tricks? But with, like, the... The weird country rap fusion in the background. Yeah, that was that was an odd mix of music. I think the guy did a pretty decent job. Like he was doing a, his job the whole time. I was watching. He's like, I'm not jiving with this, but I don't know why. Yeah, and I know you said that every time you go to a Calgary Flames game, you're like, is this the year I finally get with country? And then something happens. And then country does something. I'm like, not no. this year. 
This is not the year I make. Remember you and I looked at each other when they played that one kid rock song, and we're just like, oh. Yeah, and Chelsea was just like, is this just a crappy ripoff of Suburb '69? It had the same sort of like chord structure. And I dated some girl. But it was so literal. It's like, I remember waiting for the school bus. Someone was my first crush. Yeah. As the, the opening that, lyrics, I'm like, the fuck is yeah, this like, noise? I still like, can't believe I Brian Adams didn't play that at the outdoor game. He Man. played Run to You. No. Uh, Cuts Like a Knife, Heaven, and some other song. And I was like, really? Not Summer 69? Maybe he just hates that song now. Wait, who didn't play it? Brian Adams. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's probably the song that everyone's like, oh, play that song. It's his free bird. Yeah. It's his free bird. I would have been like, well, remember when I said this on the show, I said, I wish he had played It's Only Love and had Alanis Morissette replace Tina Turner in this, oh, and for the outdoor game because Alanis Morissette sung the national anthem in the first Senators game. Was it good? Uh, I don't remember. Do you remember back in the Senator finals where Vegas had all of, like, the over-the-top... Like, you know, the gladiators and shit like that. Yeah. We were the first team to do that. Oh, God. We did that, like, 20-something years prior to them. Or the fucking senator speech from 2008. Yes. I love how it's, like, I completely forgot about that until uh, they... uh, It wasn't Shackles, but it was one of the guys. They found the actor. Really? Yeah, and there's a... There's an interview on uh, at the Silver Sens yeah. with this guy, and they also have like Ian. It's with like, it's not Pam, but it's like a, a, another Sens blogger, Ian Mendez, and a bunch of other people talking about this fucking, this fucking moment. Like, That's awesome. Everyone's like, okay, the Senators are probably getting swept because like everyone's injured, all this shit, and the guys like, like a, and like everyone thought like the guy was reading his Senator speech from the Shield, so it looked really cringy and apparently the guy's like they didn't even tell me my fucking notes were in the shield and the guy was just like so mad about it that's awesome well it's like i would be surprised if that wrecked the fucker's career oh probably because like this thing is just like here's this crappy speech i have to do i look really bad my costume doesn't fit my helmet broke yeah it's just like what is this it's like i feel kind of bad for the dude but at the same time like, I watched that game. I know I watched that game. Yeah. I don't fucking remember it. I don't remember any of those games from that playoff series. Oh, they were bad. All oh. I remember is that we got swept by the Penguins. Then we missed the playoffs the next year. Whole he- Healy fucked off. Because Healy fucked off that year, right? Yeah, 2009. It was like that summer. Oh, I remember uh, I was on the 4chan sports board. Right. And uh, everyone's like, holy shit, Heatley traded to Edmonton. Lol, fuck Heatley, rip. And that's like, he cancelled the trade. What the fuck? You can do that? You can do that. That was crazy. Well, everyone's like, you can do that? You can say no. Yeah. No, but the thing is, Heatley demanded a trade. Yeah. And then he had a full no-move clause. And then he nixed the trade to Edmonton. And everyone's like, what the fuck? Like, you demand a trade, but then nix the trade you get? At the GM meetings, people were like, we can't let that happen again. No. Well, obvi- nothing ever ended up happening because the PA is like, no, they gave him that at NMC. He's allowed to use it. Yeah. But I feel, I'm surprised that we didn't see, like, a decline of, N- like, NMC's NT, no trade clauses after that. Yeah, that's true. 
because like that is a very public this is how it can go wrong yeah that's that's true however Heatley's career went downhill after he left Except for that first year in San Jose. He had, yeah, he had one or two good years in San Jose, and then... He had, like, one good year. He had, like, 82 points, and then it was, like, 63, 52, something and, like that, and then it went down throughout, like, three yeah. teams. Well, I love how he, he got traded from uh, the Sharks to uh, the Wild. Marty Havlat was one of the players that went to San Jose. I'm like, is this going full circle? Yes. <laughs> that's awesome well I guess it would have been funnier if it was like Heatley for Hosa again <laughs> yeah actually that would have been kind of funny but that would have been where would he have been at that point Chicago yeah that's right okay he would have been in Chicago well was, like that Chicago oh my god like Hosa's three teams at like three teams three Stanley Cup finals in a row I know. That was fucking weird. Yeah, I remember you and I talked about that at the time, right? We were just like, man... If he loses again... <laughs> if he loses for the third time, just give up. Just give up. I don't know. It's just funny because, like, the first the like first time, I'm like, okay, that's cool. Second time, I'm like, that's kind of weird. That Like, I'm not sure I'm okay with this. Third time, I'm like, okay, it'd be funnier if he lost. Third time, it's like, oh, he's not going to lose a third time, is he? If he, if he had lost that time, that would have been, like, the weirdest Stanley Cup ever because it would have been Stanley Cup winning goaltender Michael fucking Layton. That's true. Going up against... Anti-Niemi. Anti-Niemi, who later went on to really not do anything. Yeah. Well, it's just, like, that year was the year I'm like, do goalies matter? And then the next the next year around, it's, like, Luongo versus Tim Thomas goalie duel. Except it's not even a goalie duel because, like, every game Luongo lost, he got fucking lit up yeah like like 4chan started calling him 8 wongo <laughs> oh that's brutal oh and it it was funny because they repurposed like have you seen the i warned you about stairs bro no so it's basically uh you have just an image of a guy falling down like walking upstairs you've got him like yo watch out for the stairs and someone falls down the stairs like i warned you about stairs bro and then the person falls down like falls down like a thousand more stairs like it keeps happening <laughs> and uh, that got repurposed because, uh, like, Luongo got absolutely destroyed by Chicago the year Chicago won the cup, right? Yep. And uh, the guy's warning about stairs was Vince Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> Vancouver. So they started calling it Vancouver. Nice. Do you remember when the green guys had, like, the cutouts of the famous people? <laughs> then, like, Carrie Underwood was one of them in a Canucks jersey. And they had Vince Vaughn as well. <laughs> yes. And apparently during the Bruins finals, they wanted Cam Neely in one. <laughs> Which doesn't really make a lot of sense, because Cam Neely used to play for the Canucks. But he also played for the Bruins. Yes. Was that the year that the chick flashed the guys at the penalty box? Yes. And then she got kicked out of her life. Do you remember when uh, Jared Cowan, he scored like two goals, and then the chick threw the bra on the ice? Was that the year he had that awful man bun? Jared Cowan? Yeah. Wait, is the time the woman No, that's... Uh, no, that's not our Jared Cowan. Oh, different Jared Cowan. Is the time the woman flashed everybody the time when one of the guys looked, like, turned around and smiled? That was during the finals. Yeah, yeah the, during the... No, that was during, like, them getting the cup. Yes. Like, Ovechkin's focus on the cup, and then I think it's, like, uh, Johansson's looking over, he's like, nice. <laughs> they taps the guy behind him, the guy's like, nice. You know what's funny? Is a, a guy in my fantasy football league got married and he and his wife went down to Vegas for that. Is that the train? No, it's the wind. 
I I must do this. Yes, you must do this, Tim. Remember when I said Calgary gets like 30 kilometers per hour wind storms? It's the train. No, no, that's that's the wind. Really? That's not even the train. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking storms. Good thing we're not on the stampede anymore. Oh yeah, they might even cancel the show if it's too windy, or delay the show. Yeah. Well, they have a concert in the cell dome. So. Yeah, but you can't do the outdoor show and. No. Who was it? I think it was like lights. I think that's who they were doing tonight. Oh, that's cool. Oh, she's alright. Yeah. I've, I've seen her on Strombolopolis a couple of times. Oh, really? Is she a nice interview? She seems okay. Does Strombo very, still very do... Very, techno pop. Does Strombo still do a music show? Or is yeah, he, he does... The... Well, he does the House of Strombo. Oh. So he does okay. it out of his house. Oh. He does, like, the Strombo... Does he have a nice goddamn house? Yes. <laughs> Fucking hell. Well, like, I mean... A couple of weeks ago, he... I don't know if it was a couple of weeks ago, but it have been a month or so ago. He had uh, Robert Plant on Led Zeppelin. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, I love some of the interviews he did in his house. Like, it's just like, that's awesome. I don't know, I like Strombo. I never really liked him on Hockey Night. No, he didn't fit. And then, you know, and I think you and I both talked about it, is that he's a good interviewer, he's a good TV personality, he's not a good hockey personality. Which is weird, because he, like, he got to start in sports. But I guess it's, it might not even be that he's a bad hockey interviewer. It might just be that he's just... Not a fit for the type of show that they were trying to do. Yeah. And... And I, I think he didn't do a bad job. No. But I think because hockey fans are such purists, and they really don't like when you try and do something different, which is why guys like Mike Milbury and Jeremy Roenick and these guys are so polarizing, is because they try to be different. Well, also Mike Milbury's an idiot. Yeah, that too, but... And Jeremy Roenick's a dick. That too. But it's like... I guess that's the thing, though, is like that whole... Like, that first iteration of the Hockey Night and the Canada on Rogers was a mess. Yeah, that wasn't that good. Even their game center was shit. Yeah, it's like... I don't even blame Strombo. I feel like he was just the fall guy. Yeah. Because everybody just wanted McLean, right? Yeah. I'm actually... I'm kind of surprised they nixed McLean. That's true. Now they just put him with uh, hometown hockey. Yeah. He was actually in Duncan back in January. I never did see him. Yeah. And Although a guy my mom worked with is like the mayor of Lake Cowgen. And he went to pick up Ron McLean from the airport in... Like he flew in from a seaplane from Mil Maple Bay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Took it like Cowgen. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... I gotta ask you guys a couple questions because I was on the, when I was on the airplane, I was sort of thinking about this, and so I've got four questions here. Oh I thought it'd be great for this type of show. Oh dear. Okay, so the first one is now you all know what the song "If I Had a Million Dollars" by the Very Nicky Lady is. Correct? I'd be rich. You'd be rich, <laughs> and you'd also have fancy ketchups. We wouldn't have to eat. Craft and if I'd buy you. No, a you'd buy more. Oh, we would eat craft <laughs> So it begs the question: like, if you guys had a million dollars, what would you do? Invest it. Yeah, our answers are going to be boring. This isn't interesting at all. Like, like it's like I'd like. Well, I wouldn't. Might not invest in really. Like, I want to give my parents something nice. Make sure everything's set up for them. Make sure everything's set up for my grandparents. A million dollars isn't a lot. That's true. I know. In, in if it was a lot, especially <laughs> Victoria, it's like it's also like like for example, my grandparents both have dementia, but my grandfather will refuse to leave his house. He will never ever ever leave that house. So if they could have like a live-in nurse perfect they could live together still they live in the house expensive and then it's like my real big dream if i had a lot more than a million dollars is to have a big ranch 
and rescue as many animals as possible and take care of those animals. Yeah. And maybe find a cure for my animal allergies so I can just frolic with the animals all day. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny? And I was thinking about this because, like, I, I live in Duncan. Mm. I would like to open up, like, a Popeye supplements. Nice. If I had a nice. million dollars. Yeah, because I looked into, like, what a franchise fee would cost. Mm-hmm. You're looking up upwards of a hundred million, not hundred million, hundred thousand dollars. Okay, hundred million. I was like, what the fuck? Makes sense because like you need Popeyes. seed, all the seed money and that sort of stuff. Yeah, but you need, you need to find, like, a building. You need to find, all kinds of stuff for that, right? So, I could see why you would need a hundred thousand dollars as a startup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, even like a good earth rent, like a a good earth franchise, it's probably two two hundred fifty thousand for startup fees. Yeah, I mean, it's not just the place and the stuff. It's like it's it's the it's the product, right? It's, it's the, product. the marketing materials, all that stuff. Like good supplements, I know good supplements, and they're expensive. Yeah. They're expensive. Like this isn't just coffee and tea and stuff. This is like pre hardcore pre workout organic protein powder. Yeah, protein powder, different types of proteins, different types of amino acids. It's a lot. Do you think it would work in Duncan? It works in St. Albert. That's my hometown. It's a small hometown. There's not a lot of gyms. But you're like an hour from Edmonton. I'm surprised it works in St. Albert because you're like an hour from Edmonton. Like, not not even an hour. But you're like 20 minutes west you got to realize it. Now, I understand. I don't know if it would work because you've got, like, supplements.com and you got these other websites mm. you can buy it off. But if you're not doing that, you would have to drive an hour in either way to Victoria or Nanaimo to get supplements. Yeah, well, if you want advice from someone, you go to the store. No, you go to bodybuilding forums. <sighs> that place no, is a no, fucking no. adventure. No. <laughs> yeah. Like, have you seen the memes out of that fucker? Yep. Like, spaghetti, spaghetti stories might be my favorite. Yes. Actually, and I know it's going to sound kind of terrible, but have you ever gone to GNC, Chelsea? Which one's GNC? It's another one's supplement store. I've never, I don't it's really the go one to supplement that, stores a lot. There's one in Rutherford. Like, I thought about using supplements, but it's like, I'm not bulking. And I, it was, my, my concern was mostly just that I'm getting enough protein, and it's like, it turns into just like, I could just eat meat. <laughs> yeah, so there's a GNC. I think it's a, um, it's a supplement store that comes from the U.S. Mm-hmm. This is going to sound really terrible, and maybe I shouldn't say it on the show. <laughs> I walked into it one time, and I saw a lady behind the counter that was bigger than I was. Like muscular or nope. no oh. bodybuilder? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> like a heavy set lady. And I was just like, I turned around and walked out. And I was like, nope. I went down to Popeyes and I was like, no, at least these guys have like, like, I can get why you'd be apprehensive to say that, but like, admittedly, you want to be confident that the person you're asking for advice, <laughs> like, workout advice, knows what they're doing. Yeah, and that's why and I would rather go to like Popeyes or. It doesn't fuel or one of these yeah. kind of stories. Well, it's like, if you want to look a certain way, you ask someone that looks like that. Yes. Because their plan is what got them there, and that will get you there. If, if, like, if, like, say, for example, your goal is to bulk, you don't want to talk to someone who's a long-distance runner. That's a stupid idea. Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk to someone who's already at the point you want to be at. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if you walk in and there's a very large woman, and you don't want to be a very... Uh, I don't think. Yeah. Maybe. Don't talk to that person. But then I could just, like, eat fried chicken all day. Yeah. Mm, just, yeah. Tim, you would do that no. anyway. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> I mean, I, I had fried chicken yesterday. But <laughs> yes, you, you did. Know, you you, know you had the chicken and waffles, and you thought <sighs> it was very, very delicious. It was good shit. I love chicken waffles. 
but it's like you know you're talking about that large one. It just reminds me of like that episode of South Park where Cartman decides to drink like bulking. Oh yes. <laughs> and he's not exercising, so he's just beefcake nine thousand. Beefcake. I don't want to make the show any breaks the stage. Yeah. Follow your dreams because it can't come true. Beefcake. Beefcake. <laughs> oh my god. Like, it, it, it pisses me off when I see people like taking like protein powder or like drinking Gatorade. I'm like, have you done shit? Oh my have you god. Done anything? That reminds me of my fucking roommate in second year. Yeah. <laughs> so now, now, in fairness, I'm gonna... I take pre uh, pre workout protein powder. But that's pre workout, and you do work out. Yes, so, I do. so that's fine. You're not just we have a, we have a guy who lives in my unit. So I work as uh, a community leader at the University of Victoria, and we have a guy who is also working with the uh, Are you allowed like, to talk about this? <laughs> named Ahmed. Are you allowed to and name him? You... Ahmed's an interesting Wait. guy. Chelsea, he's not going to listen to the show. Yeah, but and like... no one's going to be able to figure out who Ahmed is. Dude. It's a common-ass name. Is it common in Res Life? Yeah. Really? Is like, it as common as Big Ahmed's? Really? Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so... Fucking Ahmed, he buys this, like, I mean, like, the, it's bigger than my torso thing of fucking protein powder. And he just dumps it into, like, a four liter of chocolate milk and lets it sit. So now, the chocolate milk is important. Because he'll just come home from, like, anything and just drink out of the the four liter of chocolate milk. Aw, man. And, Mm. so, Mm -hmm. Ahmed, uh, he's... I think sexual repression is the best way to describe that, like these actions. So, uh, so one of my friends, uh, he has a bunch of friends over, mixed company, and they're just sitting in the they're sitting in our li- shared living space, right? Right. And so Ahmed comes home, and he goes in, grabs grabs the four liter chocolate milk, uh, sits right next to one of the girls. He's like, looks her dead in the eyes, like, so, how many sexual partners have you had? How many men have you had sex with? Yeah, and it's just like. And, like, everyone just, like, looks at him. He's like, oh, okay. And just walks off. I'm just like... See, but he understood that it was awkward after he After he did it. After he did it, maybe. <laughs> and then, one time, we let Ahmed... We all decided to, like, hang out and watch a movie. We let Ahmed pick the movie. So we end up watching... I forgot the hell this movie's called, but it's with uh, Ashton Kutcher. And he's basically... Butterfly effect? No, he's basically... The movie is basically... The premise of the movie is Ashton Kutcher is... A guy who is trying to live without having to work by basically having sex with lonely old cougars, lonely rich cougars, and leeching off them, basically. So I'm not gonna lie, that sounds like a good life. I mean, if you can do it, yeah, you can do it. So we basically watch this movie. Like we're watching this movie. Cougars and, like, love me for whatever reason. That's crazy. So we're we're watching this fucking movie, and like there's a gratuitous amount of sex scenes. So like we're talking like. In the first half hour, there were four. Right. And about 45 minutes in, Ahmed's like, oh, I have to go do some homework and leaves. Guess how many sex scenes were left in the movie? Ooh, five. None. Oh. Wait, a half hour was four sex scenes. Were each sex scene equally long? No. Were there any breaks in between? There were some breaks, but it was like, the fucker just watched all the sex scenes and left. And then, like, for the rest of it, it's like this... The rest of the movie is Ashton Kutcher getting his comeuppance. <laughs> and, and, like, we noticed, like, Ahmed left. It's, like, and, like, a few times we're, like, we're still watching this. And, like, half an hour goes by and, like, there's nary a titty in sight. And uh, all of us are, like, there's no more sex scenes, are there? 
at the end of the thing, we're like, why did we let Ahmed choose the movie? I don't know. So I guess, uh, I think that's it for Ahmed's stories. Yeah. For now. For now. You have more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know you have more. Uh, it was funny because after that incident, all of us, ba- there was like a, an unspoken rule between myself and my, the other two roommates. It's no one of the opposite gender comes here anymore. Unless we know Ahmed is gone for a while. It's probably for the best. It was for the best. Yeah, so I know I told you guys this story, and I flew here yesterday. Uh-huh. And so at the Victoria Airport, I was walking towards sort of a bench to sit down, because I just arrived, and I see this couple standing in line for a flight. I kind of look over. I didn't really pay too much attention to them. I walked, and they go, hey, Taylor. So I stopped and turned around. It was in my neighbors across the street. <laughs> I didn't realize it was them, and so my neighbor was just like, "Yeah, dude, like we live across the street from you." Like, yeah, yeah. Just, Sorry, man. Like, you know, like half asleep right now, and I'm <laughs> totally brain dead. I felt like such an asshole after that happened. I was like, because I didn't realize it was them. I thought it was like, and I know some of the listeners may not know who this person is, but. Bonk Smollett. And I told you about this, and you started laughing. You're like, why would you think it was Bonk Smollett? I was like, I don't... He kind of looks like him. Maybe Bonk Smollett looks like a lot of people. Maybe, But he did look like him. It was crazy. You'll have to add him about it. Yo, were you at the airport? Contextual memory, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. We didn't even get to ask you, what would you do if you had a million dollars or if you won a whole bunch of money? I said you that... said opening the oh, supplement did. store. Uh, yeah, I would open up a Popeye's supplements. Oh, that's why we got into the Popeye's conversation. What else would I do? But why not a Popeye's fried chicken? Oh, uh, because they couldn't compete with Lee's, let's be honest. Yeah, Lee's is pretty solid. I can reference. You know what's you know what's funny is that I started going to Lee's because my dad and I used to go to Triple O's, which was like the white spot burger place, knocking. Mm-hmm. And we went there so much that my dad's just like, let's go to Lee's. And I'm like, okay. What's funny is that I didn't realize that Lee's was actually like an international chain where the only Lee's in Canada is in fucking Dunkin' for some reason. Seriously? Yeah. What, where is, is it all over the U.S.? It's all over the U.S. and there's like a few in Lebanon. Lebanon! <laughs> in Lebanon? Really? Lebanon, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's like, all, like, it's in the U.S., and then it's like, and Duncan. Huh. Yeah. It's good shit, though. So it like, is good. It's like a franchise that some random person from the U.S. or Lebanon immigrated immigra- well, to Duncan and decided We don't <laughs> know. Okay. What yeah. my, like, what my mom suspects is that Lee's used to be Dixie Lee's chicken, which was more widespread in Canada. Right. And then contracted out. Okay. And Duncan was just the remaining store. Hmm. Like that, but that's also a kind of a just-so explanation, so I'm not sure how much stock I put into it. Right. But it's, like, the only reasonable explanation I have. Or it was, like, maybe this Lee's, tr- Lee's tried to expand once, and they chose, like, Vancouver, Vancouver Island area. Right. And the only one that stuck was Duncan. Crazy. But it's funny because Lee's pretty much dominate as far as fr- Duncan Fried Chicken goes, pretty much dominates the scene. Yeah. Like, KFC's tried multiple times now. Or just the one. KFC has had... They had the one store where... It was on the corner of Trans-Canada and Coronation. Oh, where, right. Where the Eminem Meats used to be, which is not there anymore. Oh, that's gone? Eminem Meats is gone. Huh. 
Well, I mean, which is funny. Like I went in there once because this is back when I was like, oh, maybe I'll get another job. This is like before I went to Brentwood. And all yeah. That stuff. And so I just went in there and I was like, hey, are you guys looking for any work? And they're like, no. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Okay. Bye. Yeah, I know my parents used to like buy used to buy stuff from M M&M and M Meats, but I never. Never found the food quality that good. Personally, I don't remember my parents ever buying any food from there. Only my grandparents did, and that's because it's like pre-frozen and already cooked yeah. stuff, easy to make. Do they have any meats in Edmonton, Jules? Yeah, well, they have one in St. Albert. I'm sure they have one in Edmonton, too. But the like, only thing I remember being like really good was they had like dessert bars, and they had like, I forget what they're called, like, not Rocky Road Squares, but some really good, like, chewy oh, square bar okay. that's like... You know, you know, my grandparents and people they had like a bunch of sweets in the in the basement in the freezer, so all the kids would run downstairs and open up the freezer and just like, eat a bunch of dessert. <laughs> Not so much as much anymore. It's just because it's easy. I never found it like that amazing though. It's just all pre-made. Yeah, stuff. I never found M M&M and meats to be that great. Well, I just yeah, it's. I don't even remember. Like I said, I don't even remember my parents that were shopping there. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just all pre-made, pre-frozen. Which is funny because I went to the, like, I don't go to Superstore because Superstore is nowhere close to where I live. Mm-hmm. Walmart's closer because I, I go to Walmart because it's closer to where I live. And so I went to, the last time I went to Superstore, I went to a trailer park wedding and I, we talked about this what? on the show. <laughs> and so I was in there, I was getting like a dessert for the wedding and I ran into your parents, Tim. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, hey, it's Mr. And Mrs. Jesse. I was like, I said to your mom, like, oh, hey, Mrs. Jesse, how you doing? Good. <laughs> oh, good. She doesn't didn't know me by name, but she knew who I was, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah. Well, it was funny because uh, she re- she remembered who, like your name afterwards. She's like, "Oh yeah, we saw Tay and uh, no wait, your dad." My I was talking with my dad on the phone. So like, oh yeah, we ran to Tay. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." But uh, yeah, I used to shop. I used to shop more at, like su- uh, like uh, superstore Loblaws back when I was in Ontario. Yeah. Because like they're all over the fucking place. I had I had one of their credit cards, but I got fucked by them. Really? Yeah. So, Chelsea and I were just kind of want like we're in the superstore and like we knew we should sign up for like the PC credit card because you get the PC points and you can use it for discount like just to pay for your groceries at PC, right? So uh, like there's a guy going around and the offers get the PC credit card. He'll give you a free tub of ice cream. So we're like, okay, this is about as good as we'll get. This yep. is also before I started dieting. <laughs> uh, so. And this guy's, like, talk. Uh, we're t- kind of chatting. He's, I'm, like, from the UK. He's, like, oh, okay. And, like, ask him stuff. And then he's, like, oh, I, I don't know anything about that. I'm, like, okay, buddy. So he puts in my birthday wrong. And, like, even though I have, like, I have it written right in the form. Right. But it turns out my birthday's wrong because when I go to stop online baking, I can't do it. Really? And this is a big problem. Because then that means, like, I have to pay my bills by phone. Wow. Or by the mailed statements. Uh, I can't reconcile anything. If I need to, if I lose my card, like, I had to go through this whole song and I had to, like, verif- do the full ID verification because, like, yeah, the guy got my my birthday wrong. And, like, every time I tried to get them to reset it by going through their thing, never worked. So, the last time I lost the card, like, I lost the card one time here. And I'm like, that's fucking it. So, I just, did you only need I canceled it. it. Like, I had no, I had nothing on it, so I just said, I'm not restarting this card. Yeah. It's been nothing but trouble. Yeah, I so... Mean, didn't you try to get the card again, and it just never showed up? It just never showed up, so I'm like, I don't even care. That's crazy. Yeah, so, like, a PC MasterCard, 
make sure you don't do it from the guy who's giving you ice cream. Yes. Or a guy who's just not very bright. Yeah. Now, you have other questions there? I do, <laughs> but I'll, I'll tell one more story. It's funny because when you guys picked me up from the airport, uh, I saw the sign that says Calgary Zoo. And when I was coming down to Victoria to catch my flight to Calgary... My mom and I were chatting in the car, and she was like, she, you know, she's like, oh, yeah, do you remember that flood back in Calgary years ago, a couple years ago? And I was like, yeah, yeah, this is about the Calgary Zoo. And she's like, yeah. yeah, apparently, like, they had to get all the lions and crap out of there, put them to a new place. And can you imagine being that guy that had to get all that? I was like, well, it could have been like that Simpsons episode where the fucking town of Springfield flooded, so Homer and Bart decided to put goggles and snorkels and all the lions. And my mom goes... Really? Like, seriously, you could pretty much come any... Like, you could think of any moment in life and put it, bring it back to The Simpsons. I was like, yes. It's well, it's funny. Seasons. 29 yeah. seasons, exactly. Well, it's funny because, like, as you've... Like, we've been posting our social media, I, I made a sign for Tay where I took his uh, social... His uh, Twitter tag and added extra bees. Yes. So it's like, okay, The Simpsons memes are starting. And then we get in, and it's just like, Hey, Tim, what do you have for drinks? Uh, I got crab juice. <laughs> yeah, you're like, Mountain Dew and crab juice. And I was like, ugh, I'll take a crab juice. Yeah, the crab juice was just cherry spritzer and red food dye. Yeah, and it's funny because you showed me that sign you made, and I was like, great white gibster. Uh, Tim, you, or Tim, you have like three bees in there. I know. Yeah, the first one is uh, bring your old bee. What about the extra one? Oh, that's a typo. Yeah, <laughs> and it's a reference to... Uh, Come to Homer's BBBQ. The BBQ is for, like, whatever. What's that extra B for? That's a typo. It's a typo. <laughs> Fucking love that episode. Yeah, I know. All right, what's the next one we got Okay, there? so the next one, and I kind of teetered on whether or not I should ask. Cause everybody has these. Oh, Jesus. Irrational fears. <laughs> you saw mm. one today. <laughs> Dude, that's like everything. Everything. Although, I have a good one. A girl I knew in high school. I don't think she's going to listen to this. I don't know. I'm going to... I doubt anybody's going to be, be able to identify this person. You know, very confident young woman. You know, really smart because I went to the smart kid school. So everybody's freaking genius compared to me. Afraid of popsicle sticks. Really? Popsicle sticks. So every time she helped organize the event, she always went, Let's get freezies! Before anybody could say popsicles because she was afraid of popsicle sticks. I never knew why. She never explained why. Maybe there was no reason. She just really doesn't like popsicle sticks. Maybe. Maybe she had a bad experience with them. No, yeah. she never said she did. Like, when I asked her why, she's like, I don't, I don't. <laughs> I guess I, I hate rodents. See, but that's not totally irrational. Yeah, that's not a really ir well, like, overly not, irrational nothing fear. bad has ever happened to me around rodents. I'm just like, I hate them. But you could rationalize... A, a fear of rodents. Well. Yeah. Like, you might not have a good reason to, but there can be a good reason to. Mm -hmm. I can't really think of a good reason to be afraid of popsicle sticks. No. Why well, not? Splinters. There was a guy we went to middle school with who was afraid of uh, the THX sound. <laughs> Who's that guy? Uh, it's Connor's little brother. Oh, Keith? Yeah. Yeah, he was afraid of the <laughs> THX sound. Name. Seriously? You said his name! Oh my god, that's hilarious. Yeah, it's just like the most random thing. It's like, why? But at the same time, it's like, yeah, I can see that's, I can see that being freaky. I don't know. 
I mean, my mm-hmm. irrational fears like that. I have a lot of, like, fears that are irrational simply because I take them too far. Yeah, and we found that out yeah. today. Well, it's like, I'm, I'm always afraid that people are going to be confrontational. Never have had that experience, like, maybe once. But it's still something that comes up, like, like, like <laughs> I didn't save the seed for these guys. You. They're going to guilt me. They're going to come over and be like, why didn't you save the seed for us? And part of me, yeah, stuff. actually part of me has that irrational fear, too. It's just, like, it's not completely irrational. It's more just, like, it's not a fear of people, per se. It's a fear of having, like, no, no, Having to deal accepting. with that confrontation. Yeah, not, people not being able to accept that something didn't go their way and then having to deal Have with that. Have you ever been afraid that you're never going to poop again? <laughs> <laughs> I've legitimately story. had no, that actually no, funny stories. enough funny enough when I worked at the restaurant I hurt my back Aww. and Ch- so Ch- a lady and maybe I shouldn't tell this because it was kind of legal what she did oh, oh. then don't say it no I should tell it because no, it's, no, it's no. a good story but it we're cutting this whole we're thing we're cutting this whole you whole said it's thing. illegal we're not doing that we're cutting the, the lead up we're cutting when you said it was good we're just not telling the story Ah. <laughs> uh. Such a good story, but yes, I do have a story, and Tim won't let me tell it. So, I'll go into my. Are you, ra- are you going to get fired if you tell it? If someone at work finds out that you told it, are you going to get fired? Or at least get someone in shit. No, because I don't know if she works there or not. It's hell, and nobody. Come on, come on, Tim. Nobody who listens to the show I used to work with. Let's be honest. Oh yeah, irrational fear: somebody doxing me or using anything I've ever said to get me fired. <laughs> Uh, I gotta say, actually, an irrational fear of mine that came because my my mom was pregnant with my sisters when I was like little, when I was a kid. Is angry pregnant women? <laughs> That's a rational fear. <laughs> That's rational. I've always found that to be a very. You know what's worse is when they have an accent. Because my cousin's wife is English, and <laughs> she has an accent to her, and she was pregnant with both of. Well, I consider them my nieces. They're technically my second cousins. Yeah, they're pregnant funny. with them, and uh, I think, I think their first child was already, yeah, the first child was already born. So she was pregnant with her second. And I go, I taught Athena, who's my, uh, I guess my second, my first niece, how to cheers Aww. with a cup. Aww. She tried to do that with her mom while she's pregnant, and her mom was having tea. And she's like, okay, listen, you can't do that. And Athena went. Like that. Oh no. oh no! And she just went. She just looked over and sat on the couch. I'm like, okay, look, I'm sorry about this. I had no idea this was this was how it's gonna play out. I didn't. Like, how the hell was I supposed to know? Also, the kid's still forming schema. She doesn't know that you you don't cheers in every kind of drink. Like, she's also don't doesn't have the full on like mental capacity and the or... muscular like the muscular control to not know to slam the cups together. Yeah. <laughs> Chelsea, you just dropped the you just dropped some jargon without explaining it. What the hell's a schema? Oh, sorry. Schema is like it's basically an idea you have, a general idea you have of something that you can group things into. Like for example, like when kids are developing schemas, there's like dog. It's a four-legged furry thing. Cats are also four-legged furry things, but they're different from dogs. Therefore, they do not fit in the dog schema, and they have to form a new schema for cats. Okay. So the idea of like you cheers when you're drinking something, it's like. But not when you're drinking all drinks. <laughs> yeah, and I was trying to think. I think she was... Was she... I don't think she was a year old yet. Yeah, not even one. Like, kids I don't, don't I understand don't... things when they're not even was one. She... No. I don't think she was a year old yet. I think she was, uh... This would have been in August. Give or take. Yeah, so she would have been seven, eight months old at that time. Okay, that's just your fault. 
That's what he told you. You should have seen that going badly. Well, she oh, came up to me, and I was just like, here, cheers. Okay. You know, because I'm the fun uncle. That's what, that's my job. Uh, okay. Uncle. That's well, why I don't have kids. Cause... You're supposed to be far and away gone when the bad shit happens. That's you, you why... You teach them things and they run away. Yes. That's why, I'm the, that's why I like being the uncle, because I could do stupid shit with them and not be in trouble with it, because I, uh, I get to go away. They're not, they're not your kids. <laughs> exactly. You get to do the fun stuff, everything else. Yeah, it's also like being grandpa. Yeah. I actually got a funny story to tell. Yeah. Okay, so... The school that I work with, the first year I worked there, we went to a, like a food and drink show in Victoria. Mm-hmm. Culinaire, that's what they call it. They call it a culinaire. And so the first year we went to, we went, like, tried all these, like, craft breweries and other restaurants and stuff that tried out their drinks and food. And there was this one lady in high heels who had a few too many drinks mm-hmm. walking down the stairs of the Victoria, was it? No, it was, um... Cross street from the Crawford Center, Victoria. Oh Jesus! You know that staircase that goes down. Oh. Oh, is that like by the bugs? She or? was walking down and she tripped and she hit her ass on the and she just went. <sighs> she was ass first, okay. Yeah, and she like just went doof, and I was like, I was standing right behind, like, oh fuck, that her ass is gonna hurt in the morning. Yeah, but she's fine right now. She's fine. Yeah, yeah drunk people are fucking. And rubbing. I said to one of my uh, people I work with, I was like, "You see, Krista, this is why you wore shoes." And she goes, "That, gotcha. that, that that's right, Taylor. That's why I wore shoes today." Or we're all just. Yeah, I could tell stories about Krista because she was just the best. Because well, she well, went Krista to get bad if you tell the stories though. Because <laughs> oh, Krista, Krista would laugh if she ever heard these. Because be cool. uh, she went to all the tequila stations. Nice. Oh. Nice. And her cousin Laura works with us, and so she's like, Hey, Laura, look, that man has tequila. No, I, no, there's no way to tell that they're closed. And, and she's like, Chris, you can't. Yeah, I'm doing fine. Dude, there's a book tequila. Where's Tay and all this? And Where's Tay? Yeah, and I was just like, Oh, Jesus Christ. Ugh, look at that tie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's but then again, all of us have done tie. shit like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think I was talking about the story all the way here. So actually, I, I should just, actually fucking actually. Tell you know it. what? You should save that because that's my fourth question. Oh, Ooh. but this isn't my worst. No, I don't this care. one. Well, I think yeah, this is. I don't care. <laughs> there's a fucking fly in here. God fucking damn it! That's not a fly. What the fuck is that then? It's a moth. No, I don't know. You better get the, the fuck out of my house. There's a bug in our house, and last time there was a bug in our house, it took us like three days to get it. So, but every night it would fly near Do our beds so we were trying to sleep. No. Uh, we've got newspapers. <laughs> well, I like we didn't even catch it if we had a fly swatter. But yeah, last time there was a fly in our house, it kept us awake for two nights in a row. Mm. <laughs> and Tim finally killed it, sent me a text of the dead fly, and I was like, my champion. Like, <laughs> you can cut this stuff, this is boring stuff. No, this is great stuff. <laughs> I guess I'll go back to the questions here. Yeah. So this is another question I was thinking about on the airplane. Uh, what is one video game you wish you could go back and play when it was new? When it was new. Yeah. I play a lot of games that I played when they were new, and even if they weren't, it's still good because I never experienced them before. So it's like Pokemon Gold and Silver. Did yeah. you play those when they were I new? I played them when they were new, but it was just a bit like it was just such a big experience that I was like. Fuck, I'm gonna do that again. Yeah, you'd be willing to, like... Like, I'd just go just right back. Play. Well, I mean, the big thing was, like, it was such a huge... It was this huge jump from, like, the original Pokemon games, like, 
it was like everything like an eight year old kind of hoped from a new Pokemon game. Like seeing the world in like in color instead of just in grayscale was like holy God. fucking shit. Yeah. Like on a handheld, like they like a lot of the big issues from the old games were gone, and like even noticeably to like a, like to an eight year old, you could even notice like oh my character actually moves at a reasonable speed. I don't have to go into my menu to cut down trees. This is fucking awesome. And then, like, these Pokemon are cool. And it was just fun just running through that world. It was like, that was fucking awesome. Like, I put hundreds of hours into Pokemon Gold. I'd play that fucker again. Nice. How about you, Chels? I was like, there's a lot of games I'd play again. It's just like, even if I could go back and play them when they actually came out, that's another question. Because, well, I guess, like, when I was a kid, I missed out on a lot of Nintendo games when they first came out because um, the N64 belonged to my sister. And she wasn't into sharing things with me very much. It's funny because, like, I think it was a gift for her, and I had the PlayStation as a gift, or the PlayStation 2 as a gift. But because my parents bought it for me, it's technically my parents, so she could play it. But even though my parents bought her Nintendo stuff, it was hers, even though they bought it for her. So I, the logic didn't connect either way, but that's a long way of explaining I never got to play the Nintendo games until. I moved in with Tim, and he emulated them. So I got to play Super Mario Sunshine for the first time. I got to play Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure Two for the first time. Isn't that technically uh, Dreamcast games? Uh, they were they were the yeah. better or, or on the GameCube. The GameCube, yeah. So yeah. I didn't get to play the GameCube either. It's like the only Nintendo I ever got to play was the SNES and the, and the NES. And the NES was we didn't have a long piece for that. <laughs> but I, I wish I got to play some of those games when they first came out. Or like. Playing Final Fantasy Eight, like Final Fantasy Seven or Eight, when it came out, would have been pretty cool. Wait, 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 when it came out in Japan <laughs> or North America. So, like playing those when they came out would have been pretty cool. Yeah. Well, like, well, I guess even now there's just such a huge fan community around them that it play, like experiencing the game now, it's still not that. It still would be pretty cool to like just dive in. Yeah. No, and I loved playing a lot of the GameCube like, games even now. Which is part of me wishes I played it back then when everybody was talking about it at school. Oh, Halo is another one I never got to play. In I never played the original Halo. Yeah, and it's like, well, I, well, I just didn't want to buy. I didn't want to buy a third console because I was a kid that didn't have a lot of money, and I was like, I don't want to spend my parents' money for a console when they've already bought me a console. And it's like all oh, the guys at school. Like I was trying to be one of the one of the cool kids and play with the guys. Like I play video games like a boy. Because <laughs> none of none of my girlfriends play video games, obviously. Like, as much as that the stereotype, it, it was 100% true. They're just like, what the hell's wrong with you? Why don't no, you it's like, games? anytime some of them had games, they're like, oh yeah, I played that because my brother has it or something. It's nev never, ever was there another girl who was a gamer. That's like my sisters. Yeah. My sisters say that all the time with their friends. They're like, yeah, I only play it because my brother has it. Yeah. But it's like, it's like, all the guys were talking about how great Halo was, and Red vs. Blue came out, and I, I actually didn't watch Red vs. Blue either. I, I never thought, watched that. I either. thought it would spoil Halo for me because I was <laughs> stupid, and I thought it was actually related to the Halo plot. It's not. Um... But I wish I'd gotten to play it back when they were playing, and then I would have, you know, been able to play co-op online with them, mm -hmm. and maybe made some Or play more Halo 2 online. Because Halo 2 online is fucking fun. When, it's like, when I finally got to play Halo, when I, again, when I moved in with Tim, I like those games. I love Master Chief as a character, even though the newer games, the plot's, uh... Dumb. And not as likable, but it's like, they have funny stuff, and they have little jokes. There's and a joke like, ending if you complete the first game in Legendary mode. All this cool stuff, and it's like, oh, damn, I wish I'd played this game earlier. <laughs> and the games themselves are very well assembled. Because, like, I like I remember I, like the first time I played Halo 1 was... Yeah, probably right around when it came out, because uh, one of my friends in Halifax, his dad, he used to work uh, in the with the Xbox division in Redmond. Really? And then he got bored of that, so he became a, like a McDonald's franchise owner. And then he became the biggest one in Halifax. 
Jesus. So sorry, that's like a nice transition there, man. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> yeah, so this kid was like the only person I knew who had like the original Xbox on release. Because his dad was like, this is what I do. And so that meant he, like, he had the fucking oh huge God. Xbox controllers. Yes, I do remember those huge controllers. And like, we're like, <laughs> both, we're like 10 at the time, holding on to these things. And like, they barely fit in our kid hands. Our so like, hands he managed to... He managed to get, like, the mini controllers, so it wasn't as bad. So, like, we were just playing, like, hey, actually, the f- one of the funniest experiences was, like, we were playing, like, one of the early Rainbow Six games on the Xbox, and, uh, nice. we were, sw- so, nor- you have three guys and three squads that, and you move the squads, but, so what we were doing is we, each of us was in control of a squad, and then, like, switching off when we switched between the squads, as we were, like, doing a building breach mission, I was like, this is awesome, but at the same time, why is, why is my friend's dad putting Tabasco sauce on popcorn? <laughs> whoa, 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 that, that's, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, are like, you judging this man for a good idea? The original Xbox was act- it was a really cool system. Yeah, Not enough support. Well, the thing was that a lot of the modders got their hands on it, right? And did you ever hear the story about somebody from Microsoft got, a hand, got their hands on a modded Xbox and they brought it to Bill Gates? Ooh. And was like, look what these guys are doing. They're ruining this console and we should go after them. And Bill Gates just looks at them like... Why? They're this buying is, it. This is amazing. Yeah. Well, like, they're buying it. They're doing cool shit. And it's like, other people can do the cool shit. And they'll also want to buy it. Yeah. Because then they can do like, the cool shit. <laughs> that's one of the things I really... I, like, Microsoft gets a bad rap for being aggressive on anti-piracy. But one thing I appreciate is they're quite lenient with modders. Yeah. As long as you're not cheating or stealing, they won't do anything. No. So, like, my buddy had a modded Xbox 360 and... They didn't care. Like, even though he was doing things like, this is obviously modded, like, he turned his Xbox avatar green. So, like, obvious modding shit. Until he started doing stuff that started, like, getting him, like, extra achievement points, they didn't give a shit. Hmm. Well, like, that's just cheating. Like, but then he crossed right into cheating. So that's, like, yeah, like, that's fair. Like, I really respect that style of moderation. Because, like, you're allowing people to be creative. Yeah. And, like, yeah, like, the original Xbox, it was, like, like, the shit you could do with it modded was insane. Actually, I remember uh, a buddy of ours from middle school had one modded. And uh, he had, like, the Xbox Media Center and, like, all that sort of stuff. And he brought it over to a sleepover once. And there was just some weird fucking porn on there, dude. Wait, whoa. <laughs> I know you who you're talking about, porn? too. Yeah, yeah. you and I talked about that off the air one time. We were just like... Because I was there, too, and we were like... The fuck? fuck is on this guy's what xbox the fuck? like actually mr hansy but that didn't exist back then did it well i mean it might not have been actually mr hansy but it was, it was basically that, it was though. basically that yeah we saw some we saw some stuff and we we're just like the fuck and i remember one of our other buddies like we're not doing that anymore let's look at this oh here's a funny head to- oh shit there's a dog yeah 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 Cause remember because that guy was just like Hey guys, do you mind all leaving the room for a couple minutes? No. No, we're not doing that. Yeah, then like we're just like I think Dennis is, was yeah, Dennis was there. He saved the fucking day. He's like, we're gonna go play Raptor Tag. It's one A oh. Yeah, let's do that. Was Dennis in there? Yeah, he was there. Oh, okay. And we're like, buddy, you're coming with us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we just went out to Duncan L at like one AM and just ran around like idiots. Yes. <laughs> uh, good times. Good times. But like same question to you, Tay. If there was a game you could go back in time and play during it when it really was released, was would you do so? And what game would you do so? That's with? a good question. There's a few games I would go back to play. 
for me, probably the... That's a good question. You wrote it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm aware that I wrote this one, Chelsea. <laughs> probably Goldeneye on the N64. Oh, yeah. Because that's a game that, hands down, that I've put so many hours into that. And you can ask my brothers. Like, I remember my oldest brother, because he used to work at McDonald's on Shelburne. Mm-hmm. And so, I was, like, he was leaving for work. I was up playing Goldeneye. He's like, all right, Tay, I'm out. All right, later, bud. He went out to work. He came back home after work. I was still sitting in the same place playing Goldeneye. <laughs> and he's just kind of like, he looked at the clock. He's like, I, I, I've been gone for almost like six hours, six to eight hours, and he's still playing it. Did you move? I don't think I moved. Well, that, fuck. I used to do that with uh, Call of Duty World at War. Like, uh, one time, uh, my parents went to a, sh- like, they went to some show and stayed overnight. So, uh, it was just myself and my little sister, and, uh, we had, like, we had Chinese food, and then just, we kind of went downstairs, and I just turned on Call of Duty. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it was 4 a.m. Yeah, I've had those games. And she, like, my little sister was just, like, reading stuff, she did, like, she was playing something else on her computer, we both looked at each other, like, have we seriously been down here for 10 hours? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> she was like, you... She, it was funny because she was looked up. It's like, you you went through a whole prestige level while I was sitting here. Nice. I was like, no, because she was like, but Tim, you're the same level as what I looked up. Like when we start, you're the same level as when we started. I did a whole prestige. The fuck? <laughs> yeah. There's a, like I said, there's a couple of games. Golden Age, one of them. Uncharted two. I've never played those. The Uncharted. I have them all, and we haven't played them. The Uncharted games. I'm gonna say right now. One is is good. It's not great. Mm-hmm. Two is ama- is fantastic. Three is eh, it, it's good, but it's not as good as two. Four is really good, and the Lost Legacy I didn't find was very good. Actually, I think I have the first three solely because when my dad bought a PlayStation Four. He needed to justify it by having games he could play on the PlayStation. Oh, for. so he got the Uncharted collection, right? Yeah. <laughs> I got that on my Uncharted. Actually, when I bought my PS3, and it's funny that you were talking about Halo, mm-hmm. I used to own a 360. In fact, I've owned a couple of 360s because they've all died on me. Aww. Yep. Red Rings. Yep. And so, one of the games that I bought from EB Games, and it's funny that Halo inspired me to buy a PS3, and I'll tell you why. Because I bought Halo from EB Games. It was like, I can't remember if it was like all three games or just the first one. And I was like, okay, like I've never played the first Halo or whatever. I'm going to play it. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get it to read. Oh, no. I was so pissed. I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I fucking threw my 360 out. My brother messaged me like two days later. Funny enough, he messaged me and goes, hey, Tay, so I saw an ad on like Walmart or whatever. Uh, PlayStation 3s are now being discounted, like 300 bucks. So I phoned my dad. I was like, hey, dad, listen, um, do you mind uh, buying me a PS3 and I'll pay you back? And he's like, yeah, sure. So I bought the PS3 and what came bundled was, un- was Uncharted 1, oh, 2, nice. and 3. <laughs> That's why I bought it. And I was like, okay. And then I played all three of them and I beat one, two I've beaten twice, and three I've never beaten. I guess another game might be Fate Stay Night. I don't so, think I ever played that. Uh, it's a visual novel, and uh, it's so like the Fate it's overly popular, and by modern standards, 
it's like the writing is okay but the art is janky as fuck yeah so like i wouldn't appreciate it now but if i read it when i was younger i might be able to look back on it's like huh nazu doesn't know how to draw but it's fucking funny nice like he thinks that's how sex works ha 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 (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's like i think that's something that maybe i would have wanted to play when it came out but now i'm like probably not yeah. Because we actually have good visual novels now. Do you ever play, uh, was it Five Days at Freddy or whatever? Oh, Five, Five Nights, Nights at Freddy's? Freddy's? Yeah. We haven't played them, but I'm someone who's followed people playing it, like, really closely, because I like the lore that people have made up for it. Right. And I just, I couldn't handle playing it myself because I'm too jittery and too panicky. But, um, I, I don't know. It's like, I was watching them when they first came out, it's like, but it's, they only came out like a couple years ago even started so it's not like when you'd want to go back in time to play back because it's the same it's the same yeah but like the huge fan base that game had that's really died out yeah it comes back a bit because he just released like you still see them like there's still a good cult following I guess it's not as big of a meme for people to play that game you still see them at conventions oh yeah and there's still a lot of them like right now the big meme following is Doki Doki Literature Club I think you're telling me about that. Yeah. Even though there's still there's still a lot of Undertale. Undertale. There's still some. Not as much Italia. Well, no, but that's not a game. It's not a game. Uh, yeah, but like kind of meme followings. But like, like I mean, cult classic games like Five Nights at Freddy's is definitely still there. Mm-hmm. It might not be as big, but it's still there. Or that's because the games have gone. Well, like, the most recent game isn't really a full game. It's just like ultimate challenge mode where you can have every single character from every game coming to attack you at the same time right so it's just like for the hardcore players yeah. it's not i guess also katawa shoujo still has a pretty good cult following mm-hmm. actually so. you know what's got a really good cult following uh-huh. it's conquered bad fruit day <laughs> people still pay I like three hundred dollars i wish that. i knew that game back in the day because i came out on my birthday <laughs> damn <laughs> i love i love like just the story behind that game of rare was told to make cutesy shit then the N64 is dying anyway, so like, fuck it. Well, the thing was is that they originally wanted to do a cutesy 3D platformer, and then they realized you know they had Banjo and DK64 came out, Mario 64 was out, I think Bubsy was already out. Fuck Bubsy. Fuck Bubsy. <laughs> do you know they made a new Bubsy? And it's yeah. terrible. Yeah, I sort of figured that. It's still bad. And so yeah, they figured, all right, you know what? We have all these cutesy platformers. We're we're gonna make the dirtiest thing we've ever made. And it fucking worked. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And the last question I got here, and I know Tim's very excited. What's your guys' worst drinking story? Oh, God. I've got so many, but I think I'm going to tell the one that... I think this is my most destructive drinking story. Okay. So it's the... Like, the opening week of my graduate program at the University of Toronto, and we have a barbecue with an open bar. Right. We drink out the bar. As you do. So, I think I'm eight in, and the new kids' chant is, drink more beer. (laughs) Just like, drink Drink more beer! beer. Drink Drink more beer! beer. So, uh, the head of the, the students, the graduate students' union at the time, sorry, the economics graduate students' union, back to her was like, Oh, there's a bar down the street. We'll go there. I'm like, okay, let's fucking go. So, like, we're walking, like, uh, myself and a few others, we're walking down the street chanting, drink more beer, drink more beer. I neglect to tell, like, I told Chelsea, oh, I'll probably be home by, like, eight or nine. I don't know how long this barbecue's gonna go. I neglect to tell Chelsea about the bar. He also neglected to charge his phone. So my phone's Mm. dying. I, I was doing a few job interviews that day, so I'm in a suit. 
His good suit. A good it's suit. A good suit. <laughs> Walking down the street chanting, drink more beer. I had like ni- fairly nice cufflinks in at the time too. Not just, get... not just any cufflinks. Oh yeah, they're the ones from my grad suit. Oh, I thought these were your grandfather's No, they're not my grandfather's ones. God, no. Those don't go anywhere. <laughs> but, uh, so we're, like, walking down the street chanting, drink more beer, drink more beer. <laughs> and there's, like, 20 of us. We just descend on this bar. And the first thing I decide is we're getting fucking nachos and more beer. Uh, As you do. As you do. <laughs> so, oh, for some reason, the no- my beer gets segregated on the other side of the nachos. So I reach over to grab it, and... Sour cream all over the arm of this jacket, oh. and then I bring it back and it ends up on my pants. No. So then the jacket comes off and on the side of the table, and then his uh, beautiful suit now has white cream on it. <laughs> so then uh, I'm still like, and everyone's like, "Holy shit, dude! You want to go get changes?" I'm like, "No, we're fucking fine." So like, drink more beer, drink more beer. Oh yeah, because drunk team doesn't stop. And drunk team does not stop. Like, so I, like I we're talking. I'm talking with the people. It's like, Tim, does your wife know you're? I'm like, oh, it's fine. And uh, one of the other girls is like, okay, whatever. So then uh, Journey comes on. So, of course, I'm, like, kind of flailing around, as, as you do. As you do. And Kate turns around and asks, she's like, you can call your girlfriend if you want. As she's saying that, I accidentally knock her phone out of her hands, and it lands scream down. Shatters. <gasps> this girl you just This girl I basically, like, I've only known for a week. She's like, holy shit. I'm like, it's okay. I'll just, I'll just pay for it. It's no big deal. Keep, let's keep drinking. <laughs> so we keep going and Kate's like annoyed but like I just handed her like the screen repair money so she's like okay that's fine she's yeah. like that's like I'm annoyed but at the same time I'm not fucked so whatever let's keep it going so last call happens and we're like fuck like what do we do so we walk back to our building like the econ building because someone like, we all had strategic reserves at this point. Right. Of, alcohol in, our lock- of alcohol in our lockers. Reserves of alcohol. But we pass a frat house. And we decide that, no. We're going in there. So, we... At this moment, though, I look to my... I look to my right arm and notice my cufflinks missing. Oh, no. And I'm just like, I have no fucking clue. So we walk back to the bar, ask if they have it. They don't have it. We walk back. In this time... Uh, Two of my friends have bullied their way into the frat house. Your female friends. Two of my female friends bullied their way into the frat house, took their beer. So we're standing there, and, uh, like, we're talking with them, and these guys, they're, like, the frat bros are just total, total fucking wieners. Really? So, like, they're bragging to me about how they play Super Smash Bros. Melee, um, and one of the guys is like, yeah, I main Fox. I'm like, yeah, you would if you have no skill. Oh. And the guy's just like, oh, uh, do you want to, like, play? I'm like, loser and then we just leave we take their beer and leave and this is bad because at the same time it turns out that one of the guys in the frat was in one of my like one of the classes i was teaching later (laughs) so we get back to the we get back to the to like our lockers like i'm like okay i suit up my i put all my suit back into the jacket turn it change into some shorts and we're like, okay, we're kind of hungry. What are we doing? We're eating 30 McNuggets. And I was like, the fuck? So little did they know this is a drunk Tim tradition. So uh, we walk across campus to the McDonald's. What's your favorite sauce, by the way? Uh, sweet and sour. Ketchup. My, my man. <laughs> so, and I order Ketchup. 30 McNuggets. <laughs> I've never seen anybody actually order that. And they're like, do you want that to go? Or are you sharing? I'm like, no, for here, for me. 
And I'm like, they're like, okay. What kind of, sweet and sour. Okay. So, like, all like all these people in my program that barely know me just watch in horror as the McNuggets start disappearing. It's like, yo, is, are you taking any of that to girlfriend? No. What time of the night was it? This was at about 1 a.m. Yeah, Sorry. 1 a.m. Midnight. Chelsea has not because been contacted. I have to go, because I have to, like, the last subway back to my place is 1 a.m. So we managed to wolf down the nuggets and get down into the subway the subway system to catch the last train home. And like three of us are all going out like really far out of Toronto. So we're all just kind of shooting the ship, stum- stumbling around. Uh, so we get back. I just kind of stumble back home at 2 a.m. 2.30, And Chelsea opens the door and is like, where the fuck have you been? So what is Chelsea? what was Chelsea doing at this time? Chelsea was thinking about how her boyfriend was somewhere, she didn't know where, with people she didn't know, probably drunk, in oh, Toronto. Yeah, and I came <laughs> home covered in sour cream. <laughs> now, here's what's Oh, a... I'd also been texting and calling multiple times. It's... Especially because the last time Tim went out on his own and got drunk, he ended up in a hospital. This is not an unreasonable worry. Yeah, she ended up calling my parents at, like, midnight? I, did I call your parents? Yeah, you called my parents. So like, have you heard from him? Do you know if his drunk ass is dead in a ditch somewhere? Do you... Yeah, so I stumbled back home covered in, like, sour, like, fucking sour cream. So what's amazing is... Yeah. Sour. Sour cream. cream. Sour so cream. what's amazing is, somehow, well, Tim I get off completely scot-free. Because it turns out that her phone was still covered in a warranty, so I didn't have to pay for the phone. And then somehow Chelsea's the one who feels bad. So I get Domino's it for dinner. So it's like somehow, like after this whole night of just absolute destruction, there is absolutely no comeuppance for me. You didn't even barf. I didn't even barf. Did you even have a hangover? I didn't even have a hangover. Were you still drunk the next day? No, I was able to do homework. I got an eighty-five on that assignment. Wait, did you did you want worse drunk stories or best drunk stories? Uh, well, I guess worse can also consider the best. Worse for me. <laughs> What's for you? Well, the thing is, like, the worst... worst... No, you're getting drunk, and me worrying that you were dead is worse for me. Well, for me, I think the worst drinking stories are usually the best ones, right? (laughs) I mean, if you're shitting yourself... Oh, I shit myself a lot while drunk. I mean, a lot is, like, three times? Three times? I think it's three now. I think it's three now. It's also fucking embarrassing for me, so it's worse for me, you know, right? Because <laughs> you're the one that has to clean it, because he's pretty much passed out. Or, you know, maybe he's shitting himself at my co-worker's house. Okay, you need to tell this story. <laughs> uh, it was mostly just... Uh, he's handing out sips, so he's just got random alcohol no, 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 giving no, no, it to no, no, people. No. You are not even starting at the beginning. Go ahead, Chelsea. But this is the Go relevant this party. Part. Everybody's getting drunk. Tim's been drinking his, like, Actually, speaking of I gotta grab a beer, so oh, okay. continue talking. Tim's getting his spiked cherry drink on, sharing drinks with other people, stuff like that. And then, then, eventually, after everybody was drunk, the sips and the shots started. Now, sips are basically shots, but it's one person walking around with a liquor bottle, like, you want a sip? You want a sip? You want a sip? And Tim is always saying yes. No, one thing happened, though. Like, a tequila shot came your way, okay. and you refused it. And then it came, then it ended up coming back into my cup, and that's probably what killed me. You didn't say no. I didn't say no. You didn't say. Well, no. But Veronica no? also doesn't let you say no. True. Oh yeah, drinking with Italians is an experience. 
Jigger with Italians and good old Alberta farm boys and other people who were It was around. fucking it's, funny. It's a good time. Well, yeah, eventually Tim have had, like, multiple kinds of liquor, multiple shots, and, like, he's becoming, like, this dude that I don't really, I don't have a fondness for. Like, I've told Tim I don't have a fondness for him, so Tim immediately doesn't like him. Like, later he's got his arm around him, they talk about how they're like, they're, like, best buddies when Tim's drunk. And, like, I've got a picture of them hugging, like, just basically hugging. i got a picture of a selfie with me and Tim, and Tim just like, I, I love you. This uh, was about, what, ten minutes before shitting myself? Yeah, so I have a triptych of, of uh, Tim's drunk adventures, and one of them is, like, Happy Tim, Happy Tim, best friend of the guy, and Tim on the floor. So, eventually, everybody starts to kind of leave, like, this just starts to leave. Tim gets sick. So, like, I'm, like, burp, and I kind of make my way to the, be- to the uh, bathroom. I know that. And I'm, like, slurp, float over the toilet, and Chelsea's, like, holding me back, and I'm, like, are you okay? And the, the words that come over my mouth are just, I shitted no, myself. No, 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 You're skipping it again. And I've ruined the punchline to this story because you missed the first part where you barfed. And we got you onto the couch oh, right. to make sure you weren't going to die. And then I had and to then barf again. And then you were about to barf again. And Veronica and I are trying to get you up. And she literally kicks you in the butt to push you <laughs> to the bathroom. Where first you like flop over and barf into the sink. And then you flop over and barf into the, into the toilet. The sink was fine because it was just purple coming out of him. Just, just liquid purple. <laughs> like, I, he, he hadn't, he hadn't, any food he had was already digested. It was basically all cherry drink and various shots just coming out of him. So the sink was fine. It smelled... And as I'm doing this Eventually while he's barfing Everybody else has left and I'm like Oh my gosh you know what am I gonna do And he like I, he, he, I, I, He's breaking he's farting Cause that's something that people do And eventually there's a particularly loud one And he'll see, he looks up at me And <laughs> I shitted myself I shitted myself. No, there was no T's. It was D's. I know, but like, I, I, I want to make sure everybody knows exactly what he's saying. <laughs> I shitted myself. And they're like, do you want to like get all the toilet? Yeah, like, like can, no, can I'm you done. Look up? And he's like, no, no. So then I'm like, it's too late. For right. That. Just run a shower. And so as he's down. continuing to barf, I keep like checking the back, and slowly the seepage is happening. <laughs> oh. And I'm like. Fuck. These are my co-workers. This is my first time I brought Tim to a party. The first time I had a party with them. This is their house. It, it's, it, it smells god-awful, by the way. Like, <laughs> so I'm just lucky. I like these people. I want to be friends with these people. It's too late for so that. So they just my locked me in the bathroom. <laughs> Well, eventually they had to go get their stuff out of the bathroom because that's the main bathroom. <laughs> well, it's like, eventually, it's like we tried to think if we could get him to the couch. It's like, he's not moving. He's eventually, like, he's diagonally, diagonally across the bathroom. I'm like, and they're like, should we get him like it? I'm like, don't, don't use blankets. Use towels. Use terrible towels that you don't care about. Please give me those terrible towels. And they're they're like, covered him with towels. Oh. Made sure he was, like, lying on his side. Left the room. Tried not to cry. Sat down. <laughs> so then, like, I wake up at... I don't even know. It must have been like five or seven a.m. and I'm like, and I like roll over and I'm like, oh, oh no, oh no. So I'm like, I look. I'm like, and I confirmed a drunk ass like more sober tips. Like, oh shit, I cracked oh. myself. Oh shit. And I'm like, so I like I tr- do the best I can to clean clean it up. But like, this does this doesn't happen until like we get home. So we like we eventually like I crash again. Well, no, no, no. We, we tried to get him some food. You know, just, like, some crackers, you know, stuff. Something to soak up the liquor. He barfs again. 
<laughs> so then we not. get me to like a point where it's like been a while since I bar, so we just call an Uber. Well, it's like, and, and that, like our hosts, they're, they're also, like, they haven't caught enough because they're both hungover too. Not as bad as Tim, but they're just like, but hungover. Not alive. <laughs> and so we get home, and Chelsea's we like, an Uber, and, and, and by the way, Tim still stinks. Tim still stinks. We put, we, I got him to put his underwear in a garbage bag, so at least it was like just burn separate. It. Yeah, exactly. No, we didn't retrieve them. Oh, okay. Sorry, but right, well, yeah. well, you're taking your room. Still stays. Get home. The first thing I do is like take off everything you're wearing. Don't let. I'm not touching it. Don't touch anything. Put it in the washing machine. Put the washing machine on high. Pour some bleach or some shit in there and go and have a shower. Do not touch anything in my clean house. <laughs> and then we threw out the underwear. As you do. What's funny and, like, is that's the not... and then took out the garbage because no matter how many bags you use, that the smell, smell gets the through. Sink, yeah. What's funny is that's that wasn't the first time I drunk shat in that pair of underwear. Like they survived the, the first time. Second time, no. Oh Jesus Christ! Although to be fair, the, the first time I wasn't there, I was so happy to not be there. <laughs> that's a story for another time. Mm-hmm. And also the first time was another time I was like, I'm not doing your laundry. You're gonna do your laundry. I'm not touching that. The federal I'm government gonna... did my laundry. Yeah. Yup. It's great to see that my tax dollars went towards your laundry, Tim. Watching poop. Watch, watching poop. Some civil ideas. service shit himself. <laughs> and it got caught up in the hotel. It got caught up in the hotel. Fucker. Like, I tried paying it back, and then it just got lost in the system. Like, I tried. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um. I get angry and embarrassed and also worried when Tim gets drunk. I got a really good drinking story to tell you. All good stuff. Okay, so. I was probably 19 at this time. Oh, no. Now, you got to realize, I didn't drink in high school. Yep. I drank maybe a handful of times, but that's it. And so when I was 19, I finally got into drinking. No, I mean, not a... Not a I'm not a huge, huge drinker. I mean, I obviously like to have a few beers every now and then and a mm-hmm. couple of rum and cokes or whatever, but, you know, not all the time. No. And so when I was 19, it was like my first, like, holy fuck, I'm 19, I'm like old enough to drink now. This is awesome. So I was hanging out with my cousins. Oh, God. Any drinking story I will ever talk about starts with... So I was hanging out with my cousin Derek. <laughs> and. And. And so I will quote the great poet of our time, Brian Five or Six, when he said, all of my bad stories involve liquor. I not, thought you were going to say Larry. Larry! And so my cousins and I were sitting around in my cousin David's place, and... We were just having a couple of beers, shooting the shit, and Derek breaks out a ball of Jägermeister. Oh, no. But also, oh, yeah. And he goes, he goes, hey, Dave, watch this. He goes, puts it on the table, goes, hey, Taylor, I bet you can't drink that whole thing to yourself. Oh, fuck. And I went, you're fucking on. So I crack it, and and I'm not even, like, doing little shots. This is it. Fuck. Chugging it out of the bottle. And I was like, I'll fucking show him. Because, like, Jaeger's my boy. Like, Jaeger's my boy if it's with Red Bull. But here's the thing. I drank that whole thing, and I went, done, motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you, Gumby. And next thing I know, I fucking roll onto the floor. Damn. Apparently, I ended up rolling onto my back. I was laying, I was, you know that kind of level of drunkness where you're laying on the floor shit-faced, you can't get up, 
Derek decides to be an asshole, and there's probably like a couple of drips left in the bottle. He pours it on my face. Oh. Right on my nose, like right where There's my not, lip is. No, 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 no. And I Ow. smell it, and I'm like, and I went, I, I don't feel very good. And he goes, hey, Taylor's not got, holy fuck, Taylor's got up, Taylor's running. <laughs> and just, it's funny, it's like how you can go from I cannot move to like, I have to move. Well, and I got up, and I ran to the bathroom. I nearly took down the door with me. I didn't even make it to the, to the toilet. Oh. On the oh, floor. No. Tile floor? Yes. Not carpet? Mm, okay, good. On the towel, in the tub, underneath the tub, underneath the in tub. the floor vent, uh, behind uh, the door, I don't know how it got behind the, in the sink, everything came out. I passed out in my own, <laughs> in what I came up. Your, and my, your pile. My cousins were just like, fuck, we gotta get him out of here, we gotta get him out of here. So they, I don't remember this, He, they apparently pulled me out. They laid me on the floor, and they were okay. cleaning up. My cousins were gagging, and next thing I know, because my cousin David was engaged at this time, and he goes, oh, here's a, oh, shit, Jessica's home. <laughs> <laughs> so my cousin's fiance, then fiance comes home, and they're trying, like, my cousin Derek's trying to clean up the mess. They got the door closed, and David talking, oh, hey, honey, how are you? Hey, oh, I'm go good, upstairs, Dave. Please, please, and then, and she please. had to come up the stairs from the basement. She goes, no. oh, I'm good. Uh, Dave, what's Taylor doing on the floor? And what's that smell? <laughs> and she goes, uh, yeah, you, you might not want to check the bathroom. And next thing, if she opens the door, Derek's trying to get all the treat, clean it up. And she just goes, doesn't say anything. She just closes the door and she goes, okay, I'm only going to ask once. What the fuck did you do to him? <laughs> and David was just like, uh, yeah, Derek kind of dared Taylor to drink the whole bottle of Jägermeister to himself. Kind of, sort of. Or the story. And he's just like, and she looks at me and she doesn't say anything. She walks over to me, she kneels down, she goes, hey, Tay, how you doing? Taylor, did you just tell me to fuck off? No, no, I didn't tell you that, Jessica. And, yeah, I ended up rolling onto the couch, and the next morning I looked at Jessica like, sorry about that. <laughs> oh, my God. Some of the drinking, some of the stories I could have told you about my cousins oh, no. is the best. All right, should I tell one more before we close it out? We're already at an hour and a half. Are we really? Yeah. Okay, you need, I, I you think... need to make multiple episodes. Yeah, now. yeah, I think this we is... didn't even tell middle school stories. God fucking damn! Yeah, does this mean I can go and go and leave you guys alone? <laughs> you don't need my commentary. No, no, we leave it. No. <laughs> okay, so no, you know what? Maybe I should save it. Yeah, save it. Okay, maybe I should save it for next time. Gosh, what can you do? Maybe just close things out. <laughs> yeah, close her out for another night. Okay. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to the Third Line Plug Sensecast. I hope you enjoyed it, because believe me, Tim and I love reminiscing about these stories. Oh, this was amazing. And Chelsea was here, too, and I'm sure she's just like, what the this fuck happened. is wrong with you two guys? I'm helping. She watched the worst of this shit. And Chelsea heard about the worst coming from me. So, that's good. You can find us on iTunes. Please listen, rate, and subscribe. We are on SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash... Third Life Plug Sensecast, because our bot Dave made the mention, we are on Google Play Music. 
Give us on Twitter at Third Line Plug is our Twitter handle. Tim is at M91 Honey Badger, and I'm at Great White Gipster, G R A W Y T E Gipster. If you want to shoot us an email to talk about your worst drinking stories, shoot us an email, thirdlineplugsensecast at gmail.com. Until next time, guys, I am your host, Dana Gibson. And this is what's left of Tim Jetsy. Go Sens, guys. I'm Chelsea. <laughs> Thanks, Chelsea. Okay. <laughs>